with all the stuff that you have added to this offense, what are your expectations for this year? To win the Super Bowl, obviously. I mean, that's what we set out to do every year. I mean, you never go into a year thinking, man, if we could go eight and eight, that would be awesome. Because if you do, I mean, yeah. you might as well not even play the game. I mean, when we started this offseason, what is it, six weeks ago now? I mean, we came in with the mindset that we are putting in the work each day to build the pieces to win the Super Bowl. What's up guys, it's Adam Patrick here, I'm the co-editor of The Viking Age, and welcome to the Donut Club podcast, a podcast that will be covering the Minnesota Vikings. I haven't put one of these up in a while, but since the season's just about to start, I figured, you know, now would be a good time to get this up and running again. But, unlike in the past, moving forward, this podcast is going to be a little different. We're not going to have the generic, you know, recaps of the games and, and stats and all that stuff that everyone else likes to talk about. On these episodes, there's going to be one subject and one subject only, most of the time. Vikings related, and we're going to talk to a bunch of guests. Well, I'm going to talk to a bunch of guests that are familiar with the topic, mostly from the Vikings world. So... You know, if you want if you want the recaps and all that stuff, then there's other podcasts. But if you want something different that still talks about the Vikings, then you can listen to this podcast, the Donut Club podcast. So for today's episode, I will be speaking with Drew Mahold and Sam Newman, both writers for VikingsTerritory.com, a place actually where I used to write. Um, and we're going to talk about Sam Bradford. Now, both of these guys... Um, have become, you know, a bit known for their support of Sam Bradford and his position with the Vikings right now and what he could possibly do for them this year. They feel confident that he can do, you know, some things this year to help them get to where they need to be. So I wanted to bring them on and give them the opportunity to explain exactly why they believe that. So without further ado, we will get into today's episode where I begin by asking Sam Newman if he were in the same position as the Vikings were last year when Teddy Bridgewater went down, would he pull the trigger on the Bradford trade once again? I would say... Yeah, probably just because I don't know the, basically the only way they would have been able to get an upgrade that I can see, I, I guess they could have drafted a player this season, but you know, assuming they didn't do it last season, you especially essentially would have been going through last year, um, kind of just mailing it in with Sean Hill as your starter. And, uh, you know, we have the benefit of hindsight, so we can see that last season didn't turn out well, so it wouldn't have really mattered. But of course we didn't know that at the time. You don't know what you don't know. 
So, um, yeah, I don't have a problem with it at all. I, I guess I'd say I'd do it again. Um, you know, you could sign, you could try to sign a mid-tier free agent in the offseason. I don't know that you're going to be a heck of a lot better off with a Brian Hoyer or a Mike Glennon. Um, yeah, I, I think just to just to add, just to put some clarity on this, I think, I don't know if it's the same for Drew or not, but when I became branded a Bradford, team Bradford, team apologist, team really, Team sleeves. I um, I believe it was mainly because what I said was I think he did a lot of a, a decent amount of good things last year, and I think he deserves some credit for doing that, especially with the short time he had to prepare for the season. So, um, see some deficiencies with his game, just like everybody else. Uh, cautiously optimistic about this year. We'll see. You know, I think we're all Teddy guys if he was healthy, but he's not. Oh yeah, yep. for sure. What What do you think, Drew? Um, you know, in hindsight, um. I think it's, I mean, obviously Vikings didn't make the playoffs. So for, for that reason, I think you would go back and say, let's try something else. But I, I'm still, I still really like the move he made because um, he's, he's keeping Teddy Bridgewater available in case he does come back next year or does come back whenever and he's healthy while having the, you know, other option of keeping Sam Bradford for this season and then being able to let him go to still, he has not extended him yet. He's still making Sam Bradford prove it. So he's keeping his options open. And he's basically at this point, for all we know, it could be a two-year rental with Sam Bradford. And then as soon as Teddy's healthy, um, they move on with Teddy. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot to hate here because, well, they did give up that first-round pick. They went out and got Dalvin Cook, a top-15 borderline talent in the draft. And then they added Pat Offline in the third round, who's probably a second-round talent. So... I mean, they, they kind of made up for it in the draft. So, I mean, it's essentially, you know, they just, I mean, they're paying Sam Bradford a lot of money right now, but they can kind of afford to do that, being that Teddy's is so cheap right now. So I think it all worked out very well. And I think the, the, the way the organization handled it, I don't think it really could have been much better. Yeah, looking back on it, I think I remember I was trying to convince myself that they should sign uh, Mark Sanchez, like that would have been a, a better yeah, option. Yeah, see now, look at, the, look at the two <laughs> options there. Like, yeah, exactly. Mark Sanchez or Sam Bradford. I mean, yeah, yeah. That, and that's that. the problem is that there's just not a lot of good options out there, and there certainly weren't two weeks before the season when all this needed to happen last year. Exactly. It's so weird too. There's only you only need 32 good quarterbacks in the entire league, and yet they can't be found. So, um. Back on Bradford, his career, uh, he hasn't really been known as the most successful quarterback. Um, that might be due to the teams that he's been on and everything, you know, with the Rams and the Eagles. But what makes you guys think that he could be successful this year? What makes you guys think, like, it could change for him this year? I'm going to kind of echo something I believe Andy Carlson said on one of his shows once, um, where he said that, you know, Sam Bradford's a lot like Brad Johnson with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 2002, where mm, um, the, like it. The, the Vikings can win with him. They can absolutely win with him because there's a lot of talent around him on both sides of the ball, but they will not win because of him. So I think you can, and again, you know, with the Buccaneers in 2002, I think if you had replaced Bradford, they may not have won, or excuse me, if, the, if you had replaced Brad Johnson, they may not have won that Super Bowl. But it, I don't necessarily think Brad for, or Brad Johnson was one of the top, you know, five reasons, for example, that they won that Super Bowl. So that's kind of where I see Sam Bradford fitting in and his kind of value to the team right now. Um, and then, you know, people talk about his contract and everything. But I think 
Um, that's just the way the quarterback market is. It's kind of absurd. We just saw Matt Stafford get paid three hundred trillion dollars. So, um, yeah, it's. I mean, it. You know, it, he's he has his moments in, in crunch time. They're not always great. Um, a couple games last year where he kind of faltered, but at the same time, the one game I remember too that people forget is he had let a game-winning drive in that home game against Detroit, and then some bad zero clock management cost the Vikings that game. And if they'd won that game, they would have been in the playoffs. So. There's a lot of ways to look at it. I think he's top five arm talent in the league. Pocket presence needs work. Um, crunch time, you know, performance needs work. But, I mean, I think he's a pretty average, if not slightly above average, starting quarterback in the NFL. Can can you still – do you think the Vikings' defense is capable of being a defense like like the Bucks and carrying a team like that team did, like with Brad Johnson and, you know, ignoring the, I guess – right. The faults of Sam Bradford. Do you think that's even possible anymore? I mean, I, I mean, the Broncos just did it, sort of. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think the talent is definitely there um, on all three levels. I think it's. I would say right now, no, but I think the potential and the talent is right there. So if they could put it together this season, where they can really make that jump, like kind of like Denver did in 2015, mm-hmm. um, I think they could definitely make that run. Yeah, if anybody has the talent to do it, why not this defense? Like Drew said, pro bowlers at all three levels. Um, really just a, an embarrassment of riches when you talk about guys like Jaleel Johnson and um, Bauer coming in as an undrafted rookie, looking like a guy who will contribute even this season. And really no major defections, no major major losses from a defense last season that finished third in total defense, yards allowed. So um, they, they're, they're incredibly talented, and they have a defensive-minded head coach. So if Mike Zimmer is this defensive wizard, who he may be, that's certainly the narrative, um, there's no reason he shouldn't be able to put up the best defense in the NFL with this amount of talent. Now, what I see in Sam Bradford, I, I kind of agree with everything Drew said. I've been saying for, for a while, if you have a good team around him, he's a guy you can win with. But like Drew said, you're not going to win because of them. So for the Vikings, that means keeping them a lot cleaner than they did last year. And um, that means the defense playing a little better than they did last year. So they don't have to score a lot of points. But once in a while, um, you know, Bradford will be called upon to make a big throw. We've seen that he can do it. I mean, Drew talked about the Lions game. What about the Packers game last year? What about the first game at U.S. Bank Stadium? Sam Bradford was one of the main reasons, if not the main reason, that we – avoided having Green Bay spoil the opening of the Vikings' brand-new stadium. So uh, we've seen it. He does throw a pretty ball. Um, we know he has a tendency to check down. We know he doesn't have very good pocket presence. Um, those are the things I see. So the team's going to have to be pretty good, but if they are, and I think they have the, the potential to be, I, I, I don't think this is a guy you cannot win with. Yeah, I was just watching um, some film. Well, not film. Yeah, I guess it would be film. Uh, from their game on Sunday against the 49ers, and I was actually pretty pleased with the way he played. Um, it reminded like, me, uh, yeah, it reminded me a lot actually of that Packers game because, but because he was taking chances, you know, downfield, mm-hmm. he was still doing the checkdowns and everything, but he had a deep throw to Diggs that wasn't complete, and then he had those two, you know, what would have been automatic catches for for Diggs, but for some reason he dropped them. So he was he was throwing some some passes and you know I I it made me you know a little little more um, less worried about his play this season. But uh, where do you guys think that Bradford ranks among the rest of the NFL quarterbacks? 
That's an interesting question. You know, we actually did this as an exercise on a, a VT roundtable a while back. Drew, were you on that one? Uh, I believe so. I think, yeah. Yeah, sure. it's a while ago. I think it was a couple months ago at this point. And we sort of all came to the conclusion after we went through this exercise of trying to rank all the quarterbacks and where does everybody fall, uh, we all ended up with him sort of right around the middle of the pack. I mean, I may have had him 15th or 16th exactly. So, um, you know, I don't have all the names right in front of me, obviously, and I'm not going to bore you to go all through of them. But, um, you know, he's, he's certainly not in the top few tiers. And um, he's he's right around that mid-range quarterback of a guy that's he's not bad, but he's not great. Yeah, I mean that's that's a pretty fair statement. I think I actually have mine in front of me because I tweeted this. First of all, if you're, if you want the easiest way to get your mentions, you know, turn your mentions into a complete dumpster fire, <laughs> um, rank rank all 32 QBs, and then that'll do it. You um, you tweeted? Oh man, I missed that. Oh. Yeah, it was it was a few months ago. So I, I okay. literally just ranked all 32, so I can kind of show you where Bradford was. Actually, I, I was I have a couple names in front of me too. So, you know what? Let's Okay. Let's let's yeah. go over some names. We'll we'll do uh would you rather, I guess. Okay. Bradford, I like that. Bradford or blank. So, would you rather first let's do uh Carson Wentz. Since, you know, he was the Eagles right. traded yeah. Bradford away for to keep Carson. You're talking Wentz. right now or like Yeah, right now. A team. For, okay, right for now, 2017. Easy. Easy Bradford. Yes. Yeah. Not I don't it's much of a question. You yeah, said. Wentz. I mean, Wentz had a nice start last year, but overall, it, it, not a great rookie year. If you're going long term, I think you got to. I would lean Carson Wentz, but if it's one season with the Vikings team, uh, I'd probably go Bradford. All right, Sam, Alex Smith. Yeah, Bradford. Bradford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Andy Dalton. <laughs> Bradford. Oh. I have Bradford. I, I, I kind of don't like Andy Dalton. Um, I have him. Actually, I have him number 20 on my rankings. So mm. Is it the red hair? Are you <laughs> prejudiced? Hey, no. <laughs> Probably the wrong group to talk to about that. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, you, so you have Dalton at 20. Interesting. I, man, I, I really haven't seen the Bengals play much the last season and a half. Um, I, I guess I'd go Bradford just because um, the devil you know. I don't okay. know. This is just for 2017. We'll just make that clear, too. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Dak Prescott. Mm, I'd go Dak. Yeah. Ooh, I, uh, I have Dak 15, Bradford 14. So oh. I better go Bradford here. Yep. All right. Um, this one is a little interesting, but Cam Newton? Oh, oh I got Cam. Cam. Yeah. Cam, yeah. Cam I believe, is in my top 10. So I don't I have think... a six. Yeah, I like, okay. I like him a lot too. He just struggled last year, and I and he did have a bad year. Yeah, but, so. which yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I I'm not holding that against him too much. I think yeah. some circumstances were I, not great for him. Yeah, I thought Agreed. that was a pretty obvious call. I just wanted to throw it in there though. Certainly, um, Joe Flacco. Oh, I think I Drew has a. Yeah, I am, not, I am definitely not wacko for Flacco. <laughs> I, I am not a fan. Okay. Uh, I mean, outside of those four games in those playoffs, he's been very, very subpar as a yeah. starting quarterback. So, ever since he got that money, I think I'd got it. I'd have to go Bradford too. I don't. know. What do you think, Adam, on that one? <laughs> That's a tough one, cause yeah, cause Flacco. Ever since he got that money, he, um, but he hasn't really had a lot to work. Has he had a lot to work with in Baltimore? Cause he took all their money. Yeah. 
Mike every Wallace. Single, I, swear, I feel like every single year they've had a really good defense. But, yeah, 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 they have. But running game usually pretty good. But they haven't really had a running back. They've been. Well, Ray Rice was good for a while. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was a Pro Bowler for you know the first half of Flacco. He walked into an elevator. Yeah, um, and then um, yeah, the last couple of years it's been tougher. But uh, who was it last year? Um, what's the four set? Didn't they? Well, yeah, sorry, two years ago it was they had, a, they had a bumble jumble last year, but it was. Uh, you know what? I think I would, go, I would go with, with Flacco actually. Interesting. Yeah. I just find it fundamentally difficult to put Flacco in my top half of NFL quarterbacks. I just That's remember I when Flacco had like Anquan Bolden and. Steve Smith, and he had a bunch to work with. He, you know, I guess, do you think Sam Bradford would have succeeded with that uh, Ravens team that went to the Super Bowl? Man, that's tough to say. I mean, the, like, you got to give, you, you, you have to give uh, Flacco that, that playoff stretch that he had. Oh, yeah, I, mean, that's yeah. inc- I feel like that's what we all remember. But, Man, other than that, I, I haven't seen. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough because we haven't seen Bradford. I don't think with a really good team. That may sound like a cop out, but he was the number one oh, overall, yeah. draft, overall draft pick. You know what that means? You're going to an awful team. Right. And then Philly was average at best when he was there. I mean, I, I don't know. This th- yeah. that's why this year will be so interesting. I think if yeah. things don't fall apart again, we're gonna really gonna see what you know where he can go with a good team because I think they should. I think that's part of the reason why the the Vikings haven't given him an extension they're just waiting to see you know right if uh actually you know what if if he plays well the first couple games do you guys think there's any possibility that the vikings could give him like a mid-season extension sort of thing i think if they haven't done it by now i think they're waiting till after the season uh because the uncertainty with teddy's injury if they're gonna wait out this far and he's getting this close um i mean i don't see why they would do it now when Teddy's is close and almost ready to go. So I'm assuming by now that they're just going to wait until after the season and then evaluate. Right. And I, I still think they'll probably give themselves maximum flexibility. And, and even if he plays reasonably well, franchise him yeah. and give yourself that opportunity to have two healthy quarterbacks next season. People always worry about the money thing. I, I don't get why they care about how much money a guy makes. You're not paying him. Okay, so if Sam Bradford makes $27 million for one season right. next season, I know it's atrocious. I know it's way overpriced for him. But as long as it's not at the detriment to the rest of the team, yeah. got, they, they're signing everybody. They're good. Brzezinski's working the cap like he always does. It's not a problem. So a short team deal like that, I don't know why it bugs people. I, I mean, it's, I know the number's big. I will. I mean, here's the thing, too. If they were going to ext- – if they, like, really plan on extending him – Doing so before camp or before preseason would have been smarter, just because it's going to be cheaper. Um, mm-hmm. If you get a guy, that's what they did with Griffin and Rhodes. Yep. They signed these guys to extensions for their value right now. Um, which I mean, if they light it up again this year, it, their value skyrockets. But they're already on contract. And if right. Bradford has sees a, an uptick in performance this season, he's only going to get more expensive. So I think the safe play, actually, if you're talking about um, you know taking a gamble on a guy, whatever. I think you know extending Bradford before the season probably would have been the safe play, actually, as far as keeping things cheap in the long term. Yeah, absolutely, but but with this team, it's just a special circumstance because of the bridge right. water. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, even too though, I mean, t- I mean, if Teddy comes back, eventually you're gonna have to pay him too. You know, totally. It's not like he's not gonna just he's gonna magically you know keep that what was it? Stay on that rookie deal. Contract or two million dollar contract or something. He's not yeah. gonna stay on. It. 
So no, yeah, not not past 2018 if it tolls or whatever. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna want more money because he's a quarterback. So and the market for quarterbacks has gone up even in the last week. It's, oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 really. I mean, the only way around it is you draft a fourth round flyer on Dak Prescott, yep. and then you have your starting guy get hurt, and so then the the flyer goes in and performs like a pro bowler, and then all of a sudden you have a quarterback that's almost elite for, you know, 500K or whatever it is. Yes, exact so. same thing that happened with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I mean, he basically yeah. beat out the starter, but same thing. Well, the, the Vikings were trying to do that with Teddy, and then he got hurt. Well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, it, 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 and Bridgewater looked poised to be one of those guys, and, you know, unfortunately it happened, so I don't know. And I, I also don't know, like... I, I see a lot of not not to get too off topic, but we're talking about quarterback contracts. Just all of this with with Stafford, people saying this is insane. If you're the Lions, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, that's Let exactly. Well, what other option do you have? You can either basically start over and just tank, and then draft a guy, and right. the guy's probably not going to be good for three, four years. If or, he's good at all, right? It's such a gamble. You're not. I mean, Matt Stafford. You can talk about his a record against you know good teams. You can talk about this and that, but He's a really, really talented quarterback. He throws the ball like 80 yards in the air. And he, he's, I mean, we saw the Lions last year. They won so many weird games in the fourth quarter because of Stafford, you know, leading touchdown drives with a couple minutes left in the game. So Yeah, I heard today that from somebody that they should, uh, they should just try to trade him and do, you know, what, what the Broncos did, like to trade Jay Cutler away. And that eventually set them up for their, Super Bowl win. I'm like, I don't think that really did. That was a long time after they traded Jay yeah. Cutler. Sure they were really playing the exactly. long game. There. <laughs> yeah, they got. They kind of got. Visionary. That guy should be a GM. They got, yeah, they. They, they got Peyton, Peyton Manning. Manning. Was have spinal yeah. fusion surgery yeah. and be cast off by the Colts. Yeah, absolutely. They, they knew really? that. Oh, yeah. See, they knew yeah, that there's no happen. possible way you're like, okay, well, let's see. In three years, Peyton Manning's gonna have a. <laughs> A life-threatening neck injury, and then he's going to have four surgeries, and they're okay. The Colts are going to let go of him. Yeah, we're going to be yeah. so bad. We're going to get Von Miller. Yeah, yeah. In the draft. <laughs> turn our defense around. We're going to luck out on something called all, Chris Harris Jr. It all worked out. <laughs> I did. All right, let's get back to the uh, Would You Rather. Uh, all okay. right, so but since we're talking about money, this this guy's kind of relevant now. Kirk Cousins. I go Cousins. Really. I am another like I, I'm anti cousins too with, with Why? Keith Dalton both. <laughs> um, because I think I think that offense is like a very quarterback happy offense. Mm-hmm. Um, it schemes really well for I mean those receivers aren't you know spectacular besides Jordan Reed I guess a tight end but they I think that Jay Gruden has done a really good job of scheming against guys and it seems like every week. You know, when you when you have tough defenses against the Redskins, it seems like they always find a way to put up points. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine Kirk Cousins' arm talent is that good. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. It's, but, uh, I mean, it's actually Andy Dalton's old offense. So. That's true. That's true. Oh, so. nice pull. Yeah. That, so that's what it so, is. See, I didn't even notice that. True. That's the connection that I'm making, but I just didn't realize it. So, yeah, good call. So Interesting. Sam went Cousins and Drew said no. Um, Eli Manning. <laughs> oh man, I here's the deal. I'm seduced. I've seen the garbage play, the interceptions. All do this, not but draft him in fantasy. Do not. Yes. Do not. Never making that mistake. No. Again. Um, 
I am seduced by the memories of the Super Bowls. Yeah. And for that reason, I go Eli Manning. But uh, can I ask you, Sam? Um, you how many years ago was his last Super Bowl championship win? Let me see. Okay, I got to remember where I was. It was six years ago. Was that six years? Yeah, because well, he won twice. I think it was 2011 or. Yeah, so it was 09 and 2011, right? 2007 and 2011. Oh, crap. Uh, so, yeah. So, and since then, you know, he's been very erratic, and I have him below Bradford on my rankings. So oh. I'm going to pick Sam Bradford once again. What number, what number do you have him? Eli? Yeah. 18, right, be- right behind Cousins, actually. Man, I'm picking, I'm picking the so middle wait, of the pack here. Just for the record, have you, Drew, have you picked anyone, other than, anyone over Bradford yet? <laughs> Sorry, not, not, not besides Cam. <laughs> oh, Cam, Cam, that's right. There was Cam Newton. Cam. Well, Cam Newton, yeah, that was that was a tough one, but I went with Cam. <laughs> All right, maybe this one will be a little tougher. Jameis Winston. That is tougher. I, uh, I'm going Jameis here, right above Bradford for me. So This season? Yep. yep. And I, I think I'd actually go Jameis, too, just because of how well he did as a rookie, and you'd expect the, that. He's like the two. opposite of Bradford, where like he, he totally will, is. He gets he'll take he'll be very aggressive, and he you know he's not going to play it safe and check down a lot. Um, it, so your playing style, it's kind of what you prefer. If you're kind of fed up with the the check down style, then you're probably going to pull the trigger here on Winston. Have you guys been watching Hard Knocks? I have not this year yet. I've heard it's good. I haven't either. Actually, it's good, but I actually feel worse about the Bucks heading into the year. Just, really? Oh, yeah. Really? Like That's I, usually I, not what happens with the show. Yeah, usually you're like, oh, the Texans are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but no, That's yeah. What, who, who would you pick, Sam? I, I, well, I, I think I'd go with Winston. And the, <laughs> you mentioned he's like the complete opposite of Radford. It's mm-hmm. true with the, like, the length of his throws. But even just the way they go about things, like I feel like Winston, I remember the stories from... Yeah, and their personalities too, yeah. Oh, yeah. In, in Florida State, <laughs> they said, I remember... Kirk Herbstreit talking about it because he was at, at a Florida State practice. He's like, this guy was straight up missing receivers in practice. Like, it wasn't even touching anywhere on the receiver. He's like, he couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Then they got into the game, and he was incredible. Yeah. So it's just like, he's that gamer. He's kind of sloppy, but he has that gunslinging Maybe style. Bradford's very I refined. feel bad or not good about the Bucks because of hard knocks because Winston does not look good in practice, but... Terrible practice player. Yeah. And by all accounts, Sam Bradford was tremendous Great in training. Practice player. <laughs> right. All right. We got two more. Uh, next is Tyrod Taylor. See, I like Tyrod Taylor a lot, but I do I, too. I don't know why. I, 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 like, I, I like Tyrod's a wild card. Um, I feel like he's still a little bit inexperienced in that kind of erratic too, where um, you know he'll. He'll make that like unbelievable seventy-yard scramble, scramble out of the pocket, make three guys miss, and then throw a strike for like a seventy-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he'll make the same mistakes that kind of Jameis does, where he'll get really aggressive and um, throw into double coverage when he shouldn't. So, yep. um, I'm like, I like Bradford here, um, oh. but not not by not by a whole lot actually. So, I. I think I would go Bradford as well. I like Taylor too, but I think he gets a little overrated due to fantasy football, honestly. I think he's, he's been a good fantasy player and uh, a decent quarterback. Um, I, he just, from what I've seen of the Bills, he hasn't quite taken that next step to, to above average, I guess. 
Yeah, he's probably like a really good Madden player, so maybe that's why people like him. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> um, the last one. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard of this guy yet, but uh, Teddy oh, Bridgewater. Oh God! I know you're. Oh, Teddy! <laughs> I thought you were going Kaepernick. No, no, no. Oh no! I do that too. Kaepernick. I, mean, I... <laughs> I think I think Kaepernick's obvious right now. I think people would pick Bradford over him. Okay, but so in this in this circumstance, right, let's Teddy, do Kaepernick. are you talking about like right now? Yeah, like, let's let's fine. Had... Let's, do, let's do it right now, Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Okay, okay Kaepernick first. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Bradford here, but I do think Kaepernick is a starting NFL QB caliber player. So, oh yeah, like he's definitely a top 32. Josh McCown is starting. Blake Bortles is starting. Yeah. Jared Goff. Starting. <laughs> oh my God, I. Uh, I would go Bradford as well, um, but I agree with what Drew said. I actually advocated when someone wrote it. I can't remember, uh, but me. yeah, oh, that's okay. It was you, yeah, telling, yeah. imploring the Vikings to sign Kaepernick. Yeah, when you made everyone freak out, I set the internet on fire. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with that though. So I think that the, but I'd go, I'd go Bradford too on that one. All right, last one's Teddy. So, so like Drew, you were saying, are we talking Teddy? So, is he is he hundred percent healthy in the situation, or is it like what we see right now? Um, from him? No, he's not. He's not healthy. I guess this kind of makes it easier, but well, then you can't right. play. So, I think <laughs> well, what, what if he what if he's put on the the pup list and then he's cleared to practice in week six? So, okay, I, I like okay. So, hypothetically, let's say, um. He's off the pup right now, and he is able to practice following the the preseason game okay. up until week one. Right. We'll say that because that's it's not. I mean, it's because we don't we ha- we don't have a hypothetical to work off of a Bradford's first six games. Right, right, right. You know? Okay. Um, yeah. but in that situation, I'm still picking Bradford just because, um, like Teddy Bridgewater hasn't played football for a year, mm-hmm. and acclimating him in there with. He hasn't played with Pat Schumer's offense yet either. Yeah, that's true. He hasn't played with a ton of these offensive linemen he hasn't played with before. Um, you know, he's got new receivers in there. Like he didn't play with Laquan Treadwell last year because Treadwell was bad. Yep. And then Michael Floyd's in there. That's new. Um, David Morgan's now tight end number two. Bucky Hodges is in there. Dalvin Cook is the running back. Latavius Murray's another running back. He had all these new pieces, these new um, things to work with. So I think it'd be a lot to throw Teddy Bridgewater in there and expect him to um, you know, meet Sam Bradford's level of play. So I'm sticking with Bradford there. Yeah, I, I got to agree um, because of that big unknown. J- we, we don't, even if he's clear to play, we don't know um, how sensitive he's going to be. Is he going to be favoring that leg? Is he going to be as mobile as he was before? Is he going to have, um, you know, the same power, the same scrambling ability, the same power in his throwing motion, that sort of thing. Um and yeah, we just we just don't know. It's it's one in the hand versus two in the bush. And um, also, What's I don't that? know if this factors into the equation. <laughs> it's an old timey saying <laughs> in the Northwoods. <laughs> I, I don't know if this factors into the equation or not. But uh, even if Teddy is quote unquote healthy enough to practice or to play, I don't know that it's in his long term best interest to trot him out there yeah. ASAP. No, I just, no, 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 no. I think you have a good enough replacement under contract that I think it's in everybody's best interest to 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 wait on Teddy and to be cautious. So, do you think? Uh, do you think he I would go. even want to be activated with the? You know, I mean, somebody would probably take a chance on him if he became a free agent. But do you think he would be better off just playing it safe and you know, trying to get his contract its whole uh, in the next year? 
Well, I mean, that that's the I mean, what's the, what's the contract toll like worth like if he does toll it? Isn't it like something tiny? Oh, the 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 money? Yeah. Yeah, it's like the same as that he's going to get paid this year. Right. So, I mean, I feel like if he's able to play, um if he's able like because the thing about I think Arif wrote on this. Oh, if he's able to play, they have to activate him. They can't. Right. They if can't he's physically that. able to perform or practice, even they have to activate him. And by getting that, you know, getting back as soon as possible only gives him leverage. So, um, and that only enables him enables him then because if he's not if he's not told, that only probably gets him more money. Yep. By actually, it probably gets him what five times as much money. So. Um, yeah, at least I'd say. Yeah. Um, sort of, sort of on a separate note, it's kind of, well, it has to do with Teddy and Sam, but you guys remember when, when last year before Teddy was hurt and he had all those pictures of him throwing with the receivers and stuff and like Miami or whatever. And now he's got all these videos. It's like, I think it was yesterday. He was dancing in the locker room and everything. Why does it seem like everyone on the Vikings just loves... Teddy Bridgewater so much, and then you never see anything like that with like the players and Sam. Like, does that does that matter at all? Uh, no, I mean it's their personalities. Sam Bradford. Oh yeah. You know, I'm gonna relate this to the um, the article that Mina Kimes of ESPN wrote on Aaron Rodgers today because I thought that was phenomenal. So it, good. It, it yeah, she's highlighted. Good. I gotta Rogers. read that. Yeah, yeah. She highlighted Rodgers and how Rodgers hates being a celebrity. Kind of that was part of it. Um, and he's uncomfortable being in the spotlight. He tries to separate his public life from personal life, but it's impossible. Um, and I think Bradford tries to do that. And he's like right at that kind of bridge where like um, he's not quite the the superstar, the elite quarterback yet, where it's he's fine and his person his personal life is still pretty hidden. Um, but if he would let's say jump up and become an MVP or something, um, that would quickly change. And I think he would. You'd see some more of that, but I think I don't think he's the type that would be openly trying to get on camera. You know, he's not on Twitter, he's not on social media. I think that you know that's just his personality. He's pretty sheltered, I guess. Agreed. And yeah, and and Teddy's just. Uh, I don't know if I have the perception that 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 all the, the whole team loves Teddy Bridgewater and and doesn't love so? Sam Bradford. Well, I don't. I'm not on I think they Snapchat. like Sam. I don't think they have a problem with him, but I, think... I don't think so either. I, but yeah, I, I agree that I, I guess I don't know. I haven't. Well, here's the thing about social media. You can pick and filter <laughs> what's on and what's not. So it's not going to be, there's not going to be a guy out there that's going to like tweet, you know, I don't like, I actually don't like Teddy Bridgewater or you're not going to show a video of someone saying, I hate Teddy Bridgewater. I don't like him or something. So all these people, when he goes out and he does his dances with people or he, you know, post pictures on it of himself with other people or doing yeah. his workouts or whatever. I mean, it's, there's more of that there and it, it gives him a slight quote unquote advantage in this whole phenomenon because social media is so much of a big deal now and Sam Bradford just refuses to participate. So yeah, he's younger too. So he's more and more like acclimated with social right. media and stuff like that. So it kind of helps him in that aspect. Plus Bradford, that, that highly touted recruit, Oklahoma and all that, you know, not that Teddy Bridgewater didn't play at Louisville, you know, a, yeah. a, a power five school, but I feel like Bradford, that's just been his life for a very long time. And he just have to be had, have, have had to be very close and guarded about, about those sorts of things. And oh, like yes, under the microscope kind of. 
Yeah, kind of that sort of thing. And yes, he's just he's not he's not as cool as Teddy. He's awkward. He's kind of <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's I mean, that is that's totally it. But I mean, I'll say this too because I've seen, you know, it's obviously in the off season things get thrown around and whatever. But I've seen things about you know the leadership and how Teddy has that intangible trait of being a leader and he's just charismatic and I get that and from that aspect obviously Teddy is you know I guess if we're going to say one's better than the other Teddy has that advantage but um, this isn't to say that Bradford is not a leader um, and I actually when I talked to David Morgan at training camp I asked him about this which you know at first I made sure to ask about him because that would be a, a kind of a dick move to go up and talk <laughs> to him about Bradford but uh, I went up to him and I just I mean I, at the very end I kind of asked him so what do you think about Sam Bradford as a leader and as kind of the commander of the offense. And he goes, you know, he does, he leads by example and he does it his own way, but it, it's really effective. And so I, I mean, I, I kind of, it was almost like a confirmation thing for me is like, you know, this whole talk about Bradford not being a leader and not having that trait. I think he has it, but it's, and it's kind of, it's just like all of this social media stuff, but it's, it's just not displayed as prominently as everything Teddy does. Well, I wish David Morgan would stop talking to you and focus more on blocking on the field because he looked horrible on Sunday. Right. Well, and yeah. everybody else. <laughs> He'll be all right. Um, I, I guess. So what if, what if um, the Vikings do keep Teddy on the active roster to begin the season? Do you, do you think that's not going to be good for the Vikings, because you you know people are going to ask Mike Zimmer a question about it every single press conference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's kind of going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Like, from, from a, a personnel standpoint, it makes complete sense. Like, you want more good players on your active roster. Teddy yeah. Bridgewater, if he's healthy, he's a good player. But that quarterback thing is so weird. I... I'll tell you what, I was I was here in Denver when the Tebow thing happened. And oh. they, had, they had a worse, far worse starting quarterback, Kyle Orton, at the time than yeah. we have right now. And um, every time there was an errant pass, people started yelling for Tebow. And it was, it, 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 and, you know, and obviously we're not comparing Tim Tebow and Teddy Bridgewater as far as football players here, but it's that popular backup well, quarterback. Some people, some people will. Yeah, maybe. I, I just, I, <laughs> I, I, I think, I don't know how big a distraction actually plays in the locker room. I don't know how much it, it's going to hurt you in terms of wins and losses, but. I think it becomes a distraction when the, when people like Thomas and stuff are going up to players like every week and being like, do you, are you confident in Bradford or do you think there should be a switch or something like that? Because then, sure. it, then it's going to become a distraction. Yeah, it'll you know, be. It'll I mean, be that's what I mean. That's the thing too. That's going to happen is if Bradford does, you know, lay down like, when a game or two, and Teddy mm -hmm. does be on, if he is on the active roster, that whole frenzy will happen. Obviously, I mean, you know, Thomason and all these other guys, it's their job to get to yeah. get that quote to get that quote, and so they're going to be annoying. Is you know what about it? So I mean, it, it's it's inevitable at some point, whether that's this year, whether that's the training camp next year. Um, but I will say that. Um, I, if, if I remember correctly, Bradford didn't really handle the transition Philly made last year yeah. when they drafted Wentz. And then he was kind of, he was, you know, he's not vocal a lot, but I think he, or at least his agent, his was agent vocal was, about, yeah. right. about not starting anymore. So uh, that could be a, that could launch some fireworks if that does happen. Yeah, and this is the Vikings we're talking about. So, you know, they can't ever have a season uh, without something going on. So this is definitely going to happen. I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's inevitable. 
Yeah. Uh, so after the after uh, tomorrow's game, Thursday's game, uh, you know. Oh, wait, wasn't there supposed to be some uh, some big news or whatever that the Vikings were supposed to announce? That's what the the Twitter rumors were, you know, swirling around yeah, uh, like a week ago. Uh, and it, the rumor was that it was going to be Teddy. It was going to be Teddy off the pup is what was the rumor. And it's, I mean, maybe I'm reading into this the wrong way, but I feel like Doogie actually confirmed that when he replied to Yinka's original tweet. Yeah. But maybe uh, that was not what he was referencing, which would be weird because why would you reply to that with that hit? Well, he could be, he could be close and then maybe they had to, they evaluated him and decided that, you know, he's not ready just yet. So that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, the, the steam we heard was that Sugarman was prepared or had cleared Teddy to practice no. at that point. And that, but, but it did not come changed. to fruition. Exactly. No, nothing's changed. And that's what, the, what Austin was bringing up, too, Austin Belisle, was he said, okay, if all Never these guys on Twitter <laughs> have some steam that Teddy's been cleared to practice, how are we not hearing anything from a beat writer who's trying to follow up yeah it's, a, it's actually their job to break this stuff yeah like right yeah so uh, that's why I, I i don't know where these people are getting their information from i can't say you know they're wrong but so far nothing's happened uh it was just weird because like everyone's like there's a big a big announcement and then the vikings announced like that their charity they're they're re-upping their, they, like, their charity they, like, or cut whatever darnell saying yeah. cut it <laughs> Here's what I think. Here's what I think happened. Somebody got played. That happens to people with yeah, sources, yeah. especially if it's not a person who is uh, a veteran reporter and a has a long history of dealing with sources. It's a lot easier to get played. Somebody got played, and everybody else repeated it. Everybody else like, "Oh yeah, my sources are confirming this too," and they didn't have anything. I have heard yeah. that that Rick Spielman has a secret Twitter account, so maybe he saw what was going on and. Oh my! Now I have to find this. <laughs> oh, now this is what we're doing for the next week. <laughs> and then you know he probably went to Sugarman or whoever is like, not this week, because um, you know they like everyone says when they put that video out, you know the Vikings got they got to get their clicks, but uh, you know because they don't make enough money, they need to get clicks on their website. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I think that the secret account is Kevin. Oh, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin unblocked me recently. I don't know why. Unblocked you? Yeah, I saw a, a tweet of his on my timeline. I'm like, I thought I was blocked. Oh. So very nice of him. <laughs> very nice guy. Well, now you're he probably un- reblocked. He unfollowed. He unfollowed me for. Uh, I think I said something about Patterson last summer posting something on social media about working out and stuff, and I was saying saying not to read into it because everybody works out in the summer. And then he got mad at me and unfollowed me. So I followed him back and <laughs> there's the end of our story. Doesn't work out or what is he? No, I, well, okay. <laughs> my point was that Patterson was getting all this hype on social media for running in the sand on the beach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, well, don't every, doesn't every NFL player work out in the summer? And if they're not, then why aren't they, you know? Totally. Yeah. That, that's, so, the, that's the most overrated thing is, Ooh, player X. It looks like he's working really hard this summer. It's like, yeah, that's his job. I know. Um, I think we should go out on this question for both of you. I guess it's not really a question, but um, to the to the Vikings fans out there, to the five of them listening, um, who still are worried about Sam Bradford this year, you know, just just speak to them and give your your piece on why they sh- they shouldn't be worried about the Vikings with Sam Bradford as their quarterback 
for 2017? Well, oh, this will be easy. Um, last year, let's see, Sam Bradford gets traded um, 10 days before the season starts or something absurd like that. Um, and by week two, with the worst offensive line in the NFL, with one of the worst offensive coordinators in the NFL, with the worst running game in the NFL, he lit up the Green Bay Packers and won the first home game at U.S. Bank Stadium against the rival Green Bay Packers. Um, and from there, he started 5-0. and The offensive line suffered several and several and several injuries. And ultimately, the Vikings were, you know, one mismanagement of the clock for Mike Zimmer away from making the playoffs. So now, this offseason, he has two more three-down running backs than he had last season, which he had zero last season. Um, he has two new offensive tackles and another one in Rashad Hill, who might be at the very least a solid backup. He has Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen returning, both borderline a thousand yard receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, he has, let's see, another whole season with Pat Shermer, an offensive coordinator who I mean, he's not the best. No. He's probably a mid to below tier offensive coordinator, but they have a whole year to gel. Now last season they had, they were literally going on the fly trying to figure everything out. Um, so, you know, in last year, he was an average starting quarterback at the very least. So you consider all these things, his situation's so much better. Why not buy in and admit that, okay, this guy can play. You don't have to harp on his negatives constantly. You don't have to harp on his climb the pocket crap from one play. When in reality, <laughs> he had a pretty solid game against San Francisco, especially down the stretch. All right. It's time to buy into Sam Bradford as a starting quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings in 2017. As number four once said, the pieces are in place. It's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it was. There, there were so many injuries and so many just negative things that happened to this team last year, and he still performed pretty well. You know, I, here's, here's the deal. I've been around a little bit. I've worked in sports uh, my whole adult life. I've met a lot of hardcore sports fans of different teams. Steelers, Packers, Broncos fans, Kansas, Jayhawks, um, Chiefs, whoever. They all have this one really weird thing in common. It, it, it baffles me. But it, they, instead of like trying to find the bad things about the players on the, their teams, they, they look at like the good and try to find reasons the team could be good what? and that the player is worth having. It's, it's bizarre. It doesn't make sense to me at all. However, <laughs> I would think that maybe as Vikings fans in this case, we could just take a little bit of that and say, hey, look, here's a guy who, whatever you want to say about depth of target, broke an NFL record last year under very, very poor circumstances. Here's a guy who clearly has talent. He's not perfect, but who of us is? We can win with this guy. The, the offense is going to be improved. The run game is going to be improved. The defense should even be better, too. Let's play. It's going to be a good team. All right. I can, I can, I can go with it. Yeah, <laughs> I like... love that. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Now, Adam, I don't know if you're signing off here, but before you do, we, I, I want to find out the, your answer to that last would you rather. I want to see if you're going to uh, – yeah, are you giving the ball to Teddy week one side unseen? No, no, I, no. I, uh, I, I think Sam, we did it. We convinced him. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Not it has nothing to do with you guys. It has the fact to do with his leg and the uncertainty surrounding it. Yeah, it's just right. it's too risky at this point. I think. 
even if he is 100% healthy, though, I'm still sticking with Sam just because of the circumstances. Because you know? he's had time to practice because, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would agree with that because he, he, you can't just throw, even if, even like Andrew Luck or whatever, you know, like if he missed all, has he been cleared to play yet? No, I don't think so. I think uh, he's he still not season, which is the most disappointing news for my fantasy team that I have <laughs> heard in a long time. So. You drafted that's, Luck? That's your fault. <sighs> I did it when one of my leagues, yes. Um, and it was not smart. But even that, like, they're not going to, if he, if he were to start week one, they're not going to come out all guns ablaze and asking him to carry the team or whatever. They're going to slowly ease well, him down. have another choice. That's... Look, yeah, look yeah. they might. He's one of the few guys they might. You know, yeah, but, but anybody else probably not. But given what, you know, the lug, I guess the luxury that the Vikings do have a capable quarterback in Sam Bradford. Um, there you go. Coming around. He's, Coming around. Well, I like it. Because I, they're not going to make him carry the team. They didn't have a choice last year. Like, they're going to, the running game is going to be better. It's, uh, it's going yep. to be way better than it was last year. Um, even if Remmers or Reef or whatever can't pass block, they're really good at run blocking, and Dalvin Cook is a really good player. So their run game is going to be good, and that's going to take a lot off of Bradford's shoulders this year. And I, they're going to have a lot more situations where it's third and two or third and one or whatever, and he'll, yep. those short passes will work for Bradford. Absolutely. So. <laughs> that's, what excites, that's what excites me about this season. I mean, because of all the things you described, if – Unless something catastrophic happens again, which I know, um, but we're we're finally gonna find out who this guy is. We're finally gonna find out what he can do. And if he's good, then he'll make a lot of money with the, with whether or not that's with the Vikings. That's for them to yeah to figure he'll probably out. Probably make a lot of money somewhere, regardless. He will make a lot of money. I was talking somebody. Um, I think it was a a Yahoo NFL writer. I can't remember his name right now. So sorry, whoever that was, but he. <laughs> compared uh, fast food restaurants with NFL quarterbacks. So he said, um, like, Matt Ryan is Wendy's because, you know, they have some good stuff, but their fries aren't that great. So, you know. Um, but I said, this, right? I said, what, what is Sam Bradford? In? And I was like, is he Taco Bell? Because, you know, it looks good from the outside, but, you know, once you get a hold of it, it can kill you. Um, <laughs> And he said, uh, that's a good comparison, but uh, Taco Bell has never robbed anybody. So. <laughs> but, now, I don't know if that's true. I bet someone working at Taco Bell has robbed someone. Oh, but Taco oh Bell for sure. <laughs> that's a good bet, I think. Um, but I think we'll leave, that, leave it on that note. Yes, I did pick Bradford over Teddy, but there we go. I gave my re- I gave my reasons. I think they're they're <laughs> legitimate reasons. If they were both 100 percent healthy and they're both in training camp, I think the story would be a lot different. But it's not. And given those circumstances, the Vikings they have to go with Bradford right now. Um, That's the record wanna, show. Yeah, I want to thank you guys for joining me today and talking a lot about Sam Bradford. I think this was good. I think it'll be enlightening for people who listen. Uh, you know, maybe get them a little more excited about the season if they were unsure about, you know, Bradford as the Vikings quarterback. So hopefully uh, that works. And if not, then then no All in, baby. All in. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having us, Adam. Hey, I appreciate you guys coming on. Thanks a lot.